0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: What is up, Superior Nation? And uh, my buddy, my co-host on today's show, Scott Mulvaney from Live the Fuel podcast. Scott, what is up, buddy?
0: Good day, and uh, I guess happy holidays. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy awesome. All holidays. All um, how you been, man?
0: Uh, if I look back at my social media, busy, <laughs> a friend of mine pointed out to me, he's like, do you ever know how busy you are? I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, you do share a lot.
1: <laughs> well, you, you do a lot of it. You know, you go on the uh, bike rides and and you go, um, do the, um, the trail. Um, what is it? Rehab work like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a lot of work, dude. That, I mean, it's Saturday. That's what eight hours. I mean, you got to spend eight hours out there doing that.
0: Yeah. Here, speaking of trail work. Just had another tool
1: arrive. <laughs> oh my god, that is oh. <laughs> crazy! How long does how long does it take you to like rehab a, tra- a trail?
0: Depends on the damage, right? Yeah. I mean, and obviously these are already established. The, the park that I'm uh, putting under my foundation for support is already a, it's been established for years as a mountain biking park, um, but it's not officially. Mm-hmm. So there's been just a couple of regular volunteers to take care of it. You know, they'll they'll leaf blow in the fall uh they'll they'll try and get in there help clear brush after a storm i mean i, I got connected because i'm a wizard with a chainsaw and I, when big storm damage comes down i i roll in and, and wreck house with my a couple of buddies so <laughs> uh, and then there's actual trail work which is the hands-on stuff like that inside of that box is actually a pulaski that's actually the tool that i used to fight fire with it's half axe and the other half is has got the end turned and that's more of a digging end you can strike into the earth and help pull earth so yeah if you're if you're trying to, for example if you're trying to bench cut, a trail into a hillside so you can actually ride on it or even hike on it better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that takes more work. Cause you have to cut into the earth and if you're hitting rock, if you're hitting roots, there's many levels uh, <laughs> of trail, many trail. work.
1: How many trails have you guys uh, rehabbed so far?
0: Well, we're always working on it. I mean, I, I mean, depending on the parks I, and there's other groups working on other parks we ride out uh, here in Pennsylvania as well. So uh, Actually, my buddy shout out to Brian Strausser. He's my he's one of our. He actually he is the first ever brand ambassador for Live the Fuel. Uh, he's that's he and I met over running chainsaws on those trails. So uh, he's he so was just there. Just,
1: you guys were just randomly walking, you know, running chainsaws and running into each other.
0: Uh, it's funny. We try and remember now. It's been <laughs> I, I'm like because I, I he you know he's one of these guys. First time ever on a podcast was on my show. Um, he and I met, yeah, I think I put a post out there that I was, we're going to do some volunteer work, uh, at Jordan Creek, you know, single track. And I'm not even sure if I had the Facebook page up yet, but somehow this guy saw the post. And he's a volunteer nutball like I am, mountain biking nutball like I am, yeah, he, and likes to see, likes to swing I tools and that. chainsaws.
1: I see, he follows you on like your, your your rides, and he's there helping support you. I mean, well, now
0: he is. Yeah, I mean, now we follow each other. We've we've gone to mountain. We went to our first mountain bike race together uh, this year. There's, there's there's a budding bromance, maybe there. I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. But anyway, so, no, that's it. We we met over a common message. Right, a, a big storm had rolled in, leveled like thirty trees in this park. There was so much blockage on the trails. It was driving me crazy, and the county wasn't going to take care of it. They said it would take them three months. I was like, give me two weekends. Yeah. And I, I, put a, I put a call out there using social media for good. Next thing you know, we had like 10, 15 people willing to show up. The next week, he was one of them. And then we went in there and wrecked house, opened all the trails back up, cut them open, you know, raked them open, yada, yada, yada. So that's
1: awesome, man. Yeah. Volunteerism. I love it. That's it. Done, man. Yeah. Um, saving tax dollars.
0: Love it. Yeah. (laughs) And now, now I'm all buddy buddies. We're all buddies with the local county guys who who work on site there uh, because they, anything is big and normally off trail that you have to get to from single track. They don't normally take care of that. They only Mm -hmm. get wherever they can drive with their pickup trucks or their, their UTVs, like more like a a big four wheeler. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it. If, If it's a two track access, they'll get to it. Single track. No bueno geez so. that's crazy man yeah.
1: that's awesome though i mean that's awesome that you guys are passionate about it to where you you'll go out and take care of it right like to yeah. to, to be into something that much and have that much passion about it and take care of it i mean that's well, what it's and, about
0: and it's fun because me with my business brain and my marketing brain and all the different hats i wear and then i've now turned it into an actual brand um, mm. it's now jingle jordan creek single tracks officially the brand of the park whether people agree with me or not i'm like well when you put in sweat equity, you can come talk to me. Uh, but you know, I, I tell that for everybody in life, business, whatever, sweat mm-hmm. equity, uh, you know, yeah. above all else. And then you get a vote. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: yeah. Put in some, put in some sweat. Then equity. my
0: ear, then my ears open. Yeah, uh, right. so, <laughs> but That's yeah, I awesome. mean, I, I just, uh, thanks to my foundation. I mean, I, I helped found it and start it and, and, uh, I went ahead and ordered, Custom decals, but actually, I didn't even have the foundation pay for it yet. I paid for that in my pockets. We have our own JCS custom logo. I paid for a designer to do that. So, in mm-hmm. 2020, I'm going to be launching hats and shirts for some swag, and all the, all the proceeds from those sales will go to the foundation to mm-hmm. help support beyond what I can do. Right? Yeah. That's why I'm building all this. I'm mm-hmm. trying to build a legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I can't do everything myself. Brian can't do everything himself. Uh, yeah. My other big volunteer, Christian, shout out to him as well. So, yeah, it's, dude, you got to build stuff, it takes time. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, but the reason why I wanted to get together was because a lot of people at work have been, not necessarily at work, but a- around the community have come to me and started talking about this documentary, right? Like game changers. And oh, yeah. I know that you have put one out uh, f- called Fat, the documentary.
0: Yeah. And I remember, I, I'm not the creator, I was just on the team. Yeah.
1: You know, the well, founder I mean, is
0: Vinny Tortorich. So,
1: well, I yeah. mean, you helped put it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I helped have- it. But you have some skin in the game for that. Oh, um, yeah. I
0: mean, I was doing all the social media posting and the marketing, uh, pushing, pushing, driving traffic to the Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign because we raised over $200,000. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why Vinny and I started working together because he knew nothing about crowdfunding. And I told him you could totally pull this off, and we did. So that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, but you're, you know, you have your diet. Like I, me personally coming in, like, if I, my idea of healthy is not going to McDonald's or going to the fast food joints or whatever. Like I have an idea what healthy is, but like, since game changers has come out, like, and I started watching some documentaries now, I'm, I'm becoming more aware about what kind of diets are out there. And I, I wanted to speak to you about it. Cause like January one, I, I definitely want to make a major change in my diet. It, not, I mean, not that I'm eating terribly bad or anything like that. But I'm thinking about like the repercussions from like, you know, the dairy, the the, the beef, you know, we look at, um, you know, the farming system and what they're doing, you know, the, the pigs, the, the pork, all that kind of different things. And I wanted to ask you some questions about your diet and then what you guys put out in the documentary compared to Game Changers because like you have mentioned to me that the science in Game Changers is a little off. Um,
0: it's not well backed up at all.
1: Well, what do you mean? Like, to right, so go off of that, like, what do you mean it's not backed up?
0: show me a documented study a legit study like not this surface level like oh well i had 20 people like clinical trial studies Mm -hmm. don't exist
1: um like what parts in the documentary stood out to you
0: which one Uh, ours or theirs game changer (laughs) game changer let's be fair you know, their target audience was a little bit different, right? Like so, and we'll we, we'll mention the the fat a documentary that was about the truth about healthy fats. Uh, we do go back 150 years of history. You watched it and talk about things like where veganism came from. So there's a lot of controversy on the Game Changers movie because mm-hmm. there's a lot of money in the vegan movement. Yeah, because. Much of veganism's diet is centered around vegetables, obviously fruit. And, you know, I don't eat hardly any vegetables and I don't eat any fruit in over two years. Uh, A little sneak peek. Um, (laughs) And I'm 42 years old and everybody in my family is obese. I'm six foot four and, you know, right now at 190,
1: 195. So, what is your diet? What is your diet?
0: Oh, let's see. Last night I went for a haircut. (laughs) um right next door is a great legit legit italian restaurant not this pizzeria crap like legit i think i saw a Uh, picture of this and yeah i I put what did i what did i start up with i had six fresh oysters on the half shell uh you know you know i put on instagram you know me i'm sharing i
1: already know what you had
0: oh yeah then I, then i while i was waiting i was like you know let me throw another four on there you know they're um it was, it, was, it was, you know, it was a Scott night. It was like, you know what? The, the wife's home doing her thing with, with the girls. We so myself. have a Scott night. And then uh, I followed it up because I, I was in a mood for great seafood. And normally, I'm, I'm Mr. Red Meat Man, man. I'm a hardcore carnivore. And uh, I was like, no, I'm good. I'll, uh, let, me, let me try some seafood. So, but all the different dishes, like one had risotto with it, and which is crap. And then one had like, I don't know, some kind of pureed vegetable crap. And, and, and this bartender knows me. Cause I always sit at the bar and we always just talk about it. We were talking about star Wars last night. It was hilarious. And he's like, dude, he's like, you're Jones for seafood right now. I'm like, yeah. He's like, why don't we take the scallops entree, the salmon entree. And uh, my favorite is a, uh, the octopus tentacle. Um, mm. cause they roast it. It's amazing. And he's like, why don't we just put all three on a plate? And I'm like, dude, you're talking my language Load it up. He's like no sides. I'm like, you're damn right. No sides. <laughs> And, and that's, that's, that was on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you saw that. It's, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Wonderful tentacle. And you notice how the skin is mm-hmm. on the salmon? Mm-hmm. That's where the healthy fats it, are, it people. Looked
1: great. It looked great.
0: Don't throw your skin out. Chicken skin, salmon skin. Stop it. That's where all the healthy fats are.
1: So for the the guys that are just starting out with their diet right now, listening to this, um, that have no idea what a plant-based diet is compared to a keto diet, like all right, so what if I'm starting out January 1 and I want to change things up, right? Like, and I want to pick, I don't know, a diet that works best for me, right? Like a 100% plant-based diet for me is hard because I feel like I'm always hungry. Like, I'm, I just, I eat something and it's like- you're you know, missing healthy fats. Yeah. And protein. But let's say if, um, you know, that doesn't work for me. I, I love meat, right? Like what type of diet w- would work best for me? The tryout at least.
0: Here's the deal. Let me, let, me just, let me start high level and then we'll go down. Okay. I know we only have so much time. <laughs> okay. I have, uh, you know, I said before we hit record today, we talked a lot about the N1 experiment, right? Mm-hmm. I do a lot of my own N1. What does that mean for the basic person out there? It means I test it on me you know, before I talk about it. I'll tell people what I'm doing, but I make sure I build this over time. I wasn't always a hardcore carnivore, keto, paleo, all the buzzwords. So at the highest level, let me, let me at least clarify this. I can't stand the word diet. Hmm. Thanks to years of misdirection, marketing, magazines, all stuff that I've used to follow, uh, men's health, all that stuff, women's health, it has become a marketing tool. And- it has a negative connotation psychologically because when I think of diet, I call it a four negative four letter word, right? But it's, it's become a short term mindset. It's lifestyle. That's Mm. why that's in my brand. It's not diet. It's lifestyle. What we're going to learn, what we're going to teach, what we're going to experiment on our N1 experiment ourselves, right? The research we're going to do, it should be about a sustainable, sustainable lifestyle for life, not, oh, I'm gonna try this flash in the pan thing for like three months. And then I'm gonna try this other flash in the pan thing for three months. Those are diets. Does that help? Yeah, no, absolutely. I okay. think but I mean, I, I the psychology like, is important. That's why I wanted yeah. to clarify this. A lot yeah. of people are like, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna try a new diet by January first. Well, right off the bat, I have concerns. And I've coached people in health and fitness. I mean, if you remember me, I did I go back. I've been a USSA skate race coach for 11 years. I was a spinning instructor for six years. I've been a CFL one CrossFit coach for the past five years. I was a wild firefighter. You know, I know that like, dude, I've been around. I know, I know health and fitness. I don't need a degree mm-hmm. to tell me I don't understand health and fitness. <laughs> you know I mean, come on.
1: Well, I think because of the documentary with game changers, it, it comes out because you got a lot of high profile athletes that are you know they don't say i'm 100% plant based but they say that they've changed their, they keep saying that meat is bad like you know what i mean right and that's a short term answer yeah
0: because that's invalid yeah well i mean Here, it, here's it, one of our biggest arguments you b12 yeah right there vegetarianism veganism <laughs> what is b12 there's only a few essential keyword essential vitamins minerals we need in our diet what does essential mean your body doesn't make it Mm -hmm. So B12 is one of them and their argument in that movie and other, even though they're claiming this is not a vegan propaganda movie, did the research, see who paid for it. Um, B12 is not a vitamin derived from plants at all. Mm -hmm. It is produced by the bacteria in our own stomachs, but we can't reabsorb it because I've interviewed the gurus Um, and cow stomachs, for example right? They have four stomachs. There's a lot going on in there. So where can, where's a great source of B12? Red meat. Mm. Well, like, I guess not my, the dirt, which is my, one, of their, one of their arguments, by the way, my eat, concern their, with, eat dirty <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> I'm not kidding you do the Google that. My that,
1: concern <laughs> with the meat is this how it's in the beef is how it's raised, right? Like if you Sorry. have grass fed is, uh, alt, you know, ultimately a hundred times better than, you know, pro, you know, the others, whatever, what's the other, other, like, I mean, well, it's, it's
0: either grass or grain. Grain. There you go. Um, and, and here, and to help you understand this, I just had 200 pounds of beef loaded into my freezer because I now annually, like the way I was raised, I buy in a year and not everybody does this. I buy in a year in advance on a shared cow. Mm. To be clear, the actual keyword here is steer. The term cow is actually referring to dairy animals. When you buy beef, it's usually a meat animal that's not a dairy animal, meaning providing milk. So, most beef that you buy is from a steer. So, that's few and far between, not a big deal. What but is hey, that usually? What is that kid, range? So, grew up on a farm.
1: <laughs> what is that range, like the price range on, a, on buying half like a steer?
0: Uh, well, this guy only, he, he sustainably raises. He only, he only raises what uh, people, people leave a $100 deposit. You know, like for example, he'll he'll notify me in January and February, somewhere around that time frame this year coming up that hey Scott, it's time to put your deposit down again. You know. Uh I started biannually or, or like, you know, every other year and now I just switched to annually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it basically roughs roughly averages across the whole thing about four bucks a pound. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now granted that's an average. So obviously in there there's filet mignon, there's well,
1: I thought it would you know, be more just because it's it's know yeah. yeah. More demand for that type of meat, right? Like, I think so. I think that's going to be more pure, more lean.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's ninety-five percent grass-fed. Most, and, and I just found another farm here locally. I'm gonna, might, I might switch to, because apparently they're hundred percent pasture-raised, hundred percent grass-fed. Uh, most, most farmers will do grain finishing at the end of the raising of the animals so when it's time to go to slaughter. They'll grain finish, because, and this is why I don't eat grains. Grains help marbleize the fat in the meat, right? You get that Mm -hmm. marbled fat, extra flavor. So think about grains in the human body too. Why do, and that's why, this goes back to Vinnie Tortorich. He owns a trademark, NSNG. He's the one who created Fat, a documentary, no sugar, no grains, but just, these are all that. Why do you think that, that's why farmers when raising an animal sustainably uh, or otherwise will be feeding grain towards the end. If they want to add, you know, just a nice marbleization because that's what happens it gets processed and turned right into fat so well
1: what about dairy what are, what's your thoughts on dairy like uh you know minimally milk, processed really
0: and so i do eat dairy-based food air quotes right but i don't drink milk i i don't granted when i was a kid dude i was born on a dairy farm dude. so uh i was raised to drink milk but now that I know too much and I've you know, done the interviews and spoken to the scientists, it makes perfect sense. I forget the one doctor, but he said, you know, this guy's like, we're the only mammal on this planet that continues to drink milk after the age of four. <laughs> now there's different kinds of milk, well, right? I mean, but are, you, are you drinking another, raw milk?
1: But it's another speed, like another, it's not your human milk. It's a cow's milk. You know what True. I mean? It's like, you know, but here's it's the
0: not- thing. Once you're past the age of four, You've already developed your, your, your uh, immune system already been developed up. You've already established a baseline over the first two to four years of your life. Um, the, the biologist told me, he's like, Scott, you just don't still need it. And people are like, Oh, what if I need vitamin D and calcium? Dude, you can get I mean, to support the, the veggies. Dude, you get calcium out of broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get calcium out of eating meat. I can get, uh, uh so basically to answer your question on dairy, I do eat. Hard cheeses, not soft cheeses. The softer the cheese, the sweeter the cheese. Back to my whole no sugar thing. Um, so I eat hard cheeses uh, today, dude. I haven't even eaten yet, dude. We're recording at five forty-two p.m. You haven't eaten all day. Nope. I do wow. intermittent fasting all the time. I'm, I have. not Here's what it did. Now today wasn't a true full fasted state. So I woke up, made my coffee from my client because their coffee's awesome, and then I said, you know what? Do I want to do a fatty coffee this early? No, I went with black because I I I wasn't hungry yet. Um, Then I ran ran around ran some errands. Then I had to go to a meeting, so I stopped at a Starbucks and I ordered. Here's my here's my trademark: a quad shot latte. That's four shots of espresso, jeez, with heavy cream. Mm. Four rich, healthy fats. So there's another my other dairy components. I got cheese, hard cheeses, heavy cream. And grass-fed butter. One of the most popular brands carry gold, gold colored packaging, straight from pasture-raised cattle in and 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 in Ireland. So there are my three sources of dairy. And and they're all, have- as you can hear and tell here, right? Cheese, fat. Uh, heavy cream, fat. Now there's a theme, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Well, I think people, like some of the documentaries say, they hear the word fat and they get scared. They're like, I, I can't Correct. eat that because that's fat in it, right? Because like, right. we've been told that fat is why we're fat.
0: Yeah, and this is where whether you, whether you watch, I mean, obviously, fat, a documentary explains all that. Um, I wish Game Changers would have explained that better because even in a vegan and a vegetarian you know, life, like I don't eat fruit. I said that earlier, right? But let me clarify this. There's two pieces of fruit that I eat. Mm-hmm. They're fatty fruit avocados, and olives, they're mm. healthy fats. Mm-hmm. So they're, uh, they're they're not a sugar bomb from mother nature. Like if you look yeah. at the rest of the fruit, there's all kinds of different tiers of sugar, right? But that's basically, I tell people like, guys like mother nature, like think about that as her seasonal dessert. You're not supposed to be eating fruit every day. Mm-hmm. We were never designed to do that. So that's why, and this is a much bigger podcast, but this is what Vinny gets into too. It's like, dude, your liver doesn't know the difference. You can be <laughs> eating sweet cheeses, which is, you know, sweet. So that's going to hit your liver uh, and, and uh, affect your hormones alignment. You can eat bananas and strawberries and your fruit smoothie. There you slam in your liver again with, liver, uh, your liver again with sugar. Uh, and there's even really sweet vegetables out there and stuff too. So you, I mean, he's doing all this stuff. It's just sugar, 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 sugar. People have no idea. Your liver was never designed to handle all that sugar. Mm-hmm. Your brain needs like, I forget the number. It's like two grams, maybe four grams at, at the most of sugar in a whole 24-hour period. Jeez. That's it.
1: So you basically have this uh, meat. You're basically like 90% meat, right? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. You want to know what standards? Standard, oh, bacon? fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. So here's the deal. I go to my local butcher and I have him pull out the slab of bacon out of the animal and he can put on the meat slicer and he slices my bacon. So I know where that butcher got the meat. It's not been preserved and added nitrates and sugars and whatever else they wanna use to preserve the meat uh, in a plastic package on a store shelf. Mm -hmm. Very old school.
1: What do they feed
0: the the pigs or the hogs or whatever it is they're getting the bacon? Uh, Here's the thing, pigs are an amazing animal. I, I, I raised pigs when I was a kid. I had chickens. I had goats. I mean, yeah, I learned a lot when I was a kid from my dad. And pigs can pretty much eat just about anything. Uh, they're they're an amazing machine. Uh, that's why you the see them in horror display. horror movies like if you gave a pig enough chance, he probably would eat a human being, be a dead body laying in the, in the pen, and I they had no other food. Yeah, isn't, it isn't that like horror the, movies?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But. I, was it, what documentary was it? Was it, I can't, I'm mis- mixing documentaries here where they had like North Carolina is like the pit capital of the world.
0: Oh yeah, well, here's the thing. You now down the Carolinas, they got a bad rep because you got these, here's the problem. It's factory level farming. So that's where I will support the passion behind veganism and the vegetarian movement or the pescatarian movement. A lot of people do choose these lifestyles because they think they're helping whatever sorry, guys, at the biological level, we're omnivores, right? We're we seasonally, if you go back to the caveman times, biologically, you're, you're trying to rewire thousands of years of genetic code. It's going to take thousands of years to do that. And then even then, I don't think we could survive just on vegetables. Sorry. Besides the B12 argument, which is one of the most basic fundamental arguments on this. Um, but I, don't know. I mean, am I getting to, let me pause here. Am I getting to techie and i'm trying to keep things light and easy i don't want to get too crazy um, uh, i think lots of doctors it, and biologists i that.
1: i understand you right like right. i understand what you're saying and i wanted to kind of dumb it down not dumb it yeah. down but i wanted it to simplify kind of, simplify yeah simplify it yeah to the point where like most people listening right now or watching can say you know what I, like i'm gonna you know i saw the documentary
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they don't they don't look at the science like we do right like they don't no. care. they don't they don't do the research look at the. you watch the,
0: uh, you watch both movies yeah which movie really tries to hammer you harder on heartstrings, emotion, well, psychology?
1: Ex- well, here's the thing, right? Like, their documentary has a lot of influential people, right? you yeah, like, a lot you're, of fluff. Yeah. A lot of fluff, a lot of, um, hey, look at me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then yours is a lot of- Experts. Well, a lot of literature is in there, a lot of science. Yep. Um, and yeah. almost
0: everybody talking- in that documentary is either a doctor mm-hmm. a famous medical researcher, right? I mean, so we have well-known people. I mean, I mean, Grant, we have like Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew is very famous. Uh, he was just posted photos. He was at the white house. Uh, so he's got a lot of influence thanks to his fame. Uh, but also he is aligned with what we're teaching. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yes. Well, the, well,
1: he's like, you know, for, for instance, right. So I listened to Joe Rogan. He had a big, um, follow up. Oh, oh, yeah. And,
0: Wait, the first one or the second one? The, the second, second one was almost second, four hours.
1: The second one was phenomenal where they were talking about the, yep. the actual facts and the science in the movie. But here's the thing, right? So they have they have Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie, yeah. but they give this perception that he's plant-based 100%, right? But he never not.
0: actually says but that's that he's the, that's vegan the perception, or vegetarian or plant-based. People will
1: right. see that and they're like... Oh, it's Arnold, deception. Arnold. You know what I mean? They he's, give
0: you just enough yeah. to play on your heartstrings or your famous person strings. Cause I could care less who's famous or what, but some people are really, Oh my mm-hmm. God, they got Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, you know, he, he's the governor. Even,
1: even Nate, when he's in there, right? Like he doesn't even say that he, that he's a vegan. Like you just okay. see him training, but they talk about him having more of a Dude, vegan diet.
0: Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger could have done what he did in his twenties on plants? No. Here's the other thing. The strong man in that movie, they portray him as the strong man in the world. He's not the strongest man in the world, right? But they make you think it. Mm-hmm. They make you think he's in the top 3. I don't know if he's even in the top 10.
1: I didn't I didn't research on him. I just yeah. looked at when I was listening to the podcast they're like, "Yeah, Nate's like 80% plant-based." I'm like, yeah. "Well, you didn't say that in the documentary. You just said you just portrayed him as this 100% plant-based
0: athlete." This is why like I'm a bit of a purist. I really respect what Vinnie Tortorich did with Peter Pardini, the movie director, and uh, his wife, Serena, the famous actress, uh, Bond girl, uh, Serena Scott Thomas. They wanted to bring the truth because she was the producer. So don't fluff. Okay, yeah, you can play a little excitement here and there, but back it up, man. I love documentary movies because I want to see truth. I want to see actual truth and back the truth up with actual, legit, documented science. The only thing I couldn't stand about those Joe Rogan shows is because he had those two going at it. They're not even the experts, right?
1: Well, he kept saying it. He kept saying that yeah. he wasn't the expert.
0: So like he, the first show, uh, what's his name from the game changers is ripping on the other dude cause he's an acupuncturist. Okay. Well then I guess you could rip on me then because I have zero, uh, health and fitness degrees or anything else too. Even though I've been at this like learning and making mistakes for 20 years. Yeah. And I'm 42, right? So I'll take my advice over any MD any day. Mm
1: -hmm. I know
0: more about nutrition than pretty much any MD I've seen here where I live. I have no problem. I've said this before on my podcast. Unless that MD, specifically throughout his career, continues to study nutrition, I already know more than him. And I'm not being crazy. This is – think about it. Well, a
1: lot of them don't. I mean, a lot of them don't because they don't teach that in in medical school.
0: No. And I've had – actual MDs, including a a buddy of mine who's an an ER doctor come on live on the show over the years and said, dude, you're lucky if you get an hour on nutrition. They're being taught to diagnose and treat with a drug. Mm -hmm. Sorry. This is why I'm a huge advocate for functional medicine these days. uh, Because listen, I don't want the drug. The drug's not finding the root cause. You're just going to slap a pharmaceutical on it and band-aid the problem. That's why I call them pharmaceutical Mm band-aids, right? But- I guarantee you, you try and go down this vegan route, you're going to have some health issues in the next five years.
1: What about carbs? Like what's your, what's your philosophy on that? Like spaghetti? I right. see
0: that's where I am. I am less like Vinny, right? NSNG, no sugar, no grains, right? So I am minimal carbohydrate, which is the point of ketogenic lifestyles. It's ketogenic lifestyles is about minimizing all these hormonal impacts from all the manufactured food and everything else we're consuming, cutting the sugar out, cutting the grain out, Keto versus carnivore, for example, ketogenic, you're looking at, and again, this, everybody's biologically different. You have to test. You have to experiment. That's why they have these little blood testers and everything else. If you truly want to be in a ketogenic state, in a state of ketosis, not ketoacidosis, ketoacidosis is the deadly thing. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Everybody confuses those two, even medical professionals. They don't know. Um, we're talking about getting your body to fuel itself off of ketones, which are naturally produced within the body when you're in a fasted state. So anyway, my point is, is that it's about being fat adapted, fueling your body from the fat, whether you're in it, you know, ingesting the fat or it's taking it from the body because I've been in a fastest state all day other than my, my fatty caffeine. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Now, there's depending if you're in the keto camp versus the carnivore camp, they're going to tell you, well, be careful with the carnivore, right? You have too much meat, too much protein without balancing it with the fat. You will, your body will actually convert the excess protein into stored fat because mm. it can't process all of it. And that goes the same for plant based proteins, right? Yeah. Yep. And here's the other thing your body actually prefers animal based proteins, are easier to break down, easier to process. I've interviewed the biologists on that too. Again, they don't talk about this stuff in the movie. They keep saying, oh, well, plant based protein is just as good. No, it's not. Mm. It's not biologically the same. I've interviewed the experts. <laughs> Sorry. So, it drives me nuts when people just throw the they, they, it's surface level, and they don't back any of it up. They move on to the next subject. You know? Did mm. you Did you get that? Is that, is it, that just me ranting?
1: No, 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 no. I'm right there with you. The thing that's so, crazy to me is the more that I look into it, and it, and this isn't like directed at you, but it's like every time I talk to somebody, it it seems like it's almost as polarizing. It is as talking about politics. It's like. It it is because crazy.
0: vegan veganism is very and again I have nothing. Listen, if you here's the thing: there's two kinds of vegans out there. There's the, like the militaristic ones that are very angry, and I, I literally just go off the highway. This highway had just been redone the other day on an exit ramp, and I come around and somebody had taken spray paint and put "Go Vegan Now!" exclamation point. I'm like, <laughs> wow. so you're really setting a great example for vegans." Whereas there's other vegans I know that are passionate people. Mm -hmm. and they care about the animal and they're doing it for a whatever faith or religious style of purpose. So there's two camps there. There's the extremists and there's people who just, just, they care. Okay. And I get that. And I respect that. And that's what people want to do. Cool. Okay. But don't push it on other people, especially deep down when you know not healthy because there's a lot of Cheegans out there. If you haven't heard that term. Oh, I've never, what is that? I haven't heard. A cheating vegan. Oh, Because after a while, they start experiencing health impacts. Here's the thing. Let's go back full circle here. High level, right? Back to diet. Back to lifestyle. I don't care what diet I put you on. In the next couple of weeks, you're going to feel great. Think about that. Because the average person hearing this who's trying to figure out a better life, like you said, come January, right? Depending on what you're cutting out of your life, of course you're going to feel better. Yeah, if you jump from eating fast food to going on a juice cleanse for the next week, you're gonna feel better because you stopped eating all the processed food. Whether it's a, a meat cleanse or a juice cleanse or a fruit cleanse or whatever you wanna call it, you took a very unhealthy lifestyle and changed it completely for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Of course, your body, you're giving your body a break from all the manufactured crap. So here we go, back to the high level. Veganism, pescatarian, vegan, paleo, carnivore, keto, Dude, stop eating the manufactured food.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this diet might work, right? Like, so if you eat your grass-fed meat, right? Yep. Stay away from the milk. Um, yep. Uh, butter. I don't know. I don't know about butter.
0: Oh, man. I live on the butter.
1: Uh, what was that brand that you talked about? Gary Gold. Yeah.
0: It's pasture-raised grass-fed butter from Ireland.
1: What uh, Cheese. I'm going to cut cheese out. But if I can stick to the lean meats um, – uh, maybe no, cut again, out. Months.
0: wrong word. Not no. lean, dude. No. Not lean. Wrong word. Not
1: lean. Not lean. Uh, Here's the problem.
0: Plant. Back to your point. How is the food sourced? Right. So I, I agree with you, and I agree with the vegans and vegetarians about factory farming. Yes, a lot of factory farming is just ripping out animals. They're feeding anything, dude. There's farms in the Midwest that have been caught feeding old bags of Skittles like stuff that expired off the store shelves and they're feeding them candy mm. because that stuff will never get processed completely, get converted to fat, makes the animal fatter and heavier and will dress out to get them more money, dressing out, mm. meaning weight, will get dressed out as a heavier animal for price $4 for mm. the meat industry. So careful with the lean thing. My, yeah. my, my tip on that is don't right? lean. I want fat because again, ketogenic, you want 70 to 80% in your diet is fat with little protein. And then if you want to get some carbs, they should be vegetable-based, no excessive sugars, low glycemic, right? low sweetness. You don't need it. Your, your brain needs – what did I say? I think it's – I forgot. I had to Google it. Two, Two to four grams a day. That's it. That's yeah. nothing.
1: Nothing. So no spaghetti, no, no
0: bread. No. And here's the thing. I just ate that Italian restaurant last night. The guy goes to Italy every single year to study. And he's like, listen this is not how the Italians live. This is the Americanized Italian, right? He's like, dude, they don't sit down with giant bowls of uh, unlimited pasta and bread like Olive Garden and all these other restaurants do to you. He's like, dude, they, they, they use fresh meats and cheeses from local farms. They've got fresh seafood coming in off the water. You know, they're not inhaling bread mm. and pasta
1: <laughs> what's well, another thing too like the the, the farm uh farm uh, what is it the fish now they're, they're farmed too like the, the salmon
0: yes um
1: that's gotten farm. harder because yeah.
0: we're, we're here's the problem we're just we're over consuming i mean yeah. that the, the, they they had to start farm raising and i agree if you could source wild atlantic salmon great if you could source wild alaskan you know salmon for example great uh but yes sometimes you gotta sort here's the thing baby steps right in the beginning, somebody doesn't have the budget to buy grass-fed beef, uh, wild-caught salmon, uh, fresh organic uh, avocados. So, okay, so maybe you're not buying the uh Organic, which is a factory badge um, you pay for. I mean, to start with clean, whole foods, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm getting people off of soda, fast food, excess baked goods, sweets, all the manufactured sugars that are, because now like, they hide it. they like, oh, it's, you don't have the like, extra sugar in the, in the chart. When you look mm. at that chart on your food, look in the paragraph beneath it. It might say zero grams of sugar or one gram of sugar, but I think it's 0.2%. If it's less than 0.2% of the ingredient in that food, they don't have to list it in the grid. They hide it down in the paragraph of ingredients. Mm. I learned that too. I had no idea.
1: I, I definitely want to look into buying, like, I don't have a freezer, but I, I would definitely be interested in buying, like, a cow. You know what I mean? Like, if I knew where it came from.
0: You only need a quarter. Yeah. But again, I, again, it's a quarter of a steer. Uh, this one dressed out heavier than the last one I got. So, I think I ended up spending about, in total, about $900. Bucks, um, but I knew it was coming, right? Like, I set aside the money. You could budget for it. Uh, obviously, once you get over that first year of hurdle or two years of hurdles, so you have inventory. Then you're not going to the store all the time to buy meat. I've got I had three cases of just one pound flash vacuum packed uh ground beef. Dude, I can make chili till the till the cows come home, literally. I mean, <laughs> I got a lot of meat. I got I mean, roast That's what
1: you would spend in a year anyway on meat almost, right? I yeah. mean just you know, like you said, you have to get, get over that hurdle. What about yeah. eggs? What's your oh, I crush the effect? eggs? I crush the, the eggs. Dude,
0: crushing it, owning it. I mean, I need to I need to buy stock in, in an egg farm. Uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy. I sit down and I'll eat. um, I'll I'll crack open three whole eggs and then I'll add like two yolks or three extra yolks to get the extra fat and the extra healthy cholesterol that I want. That's right. Cholesterol is healthy for you people. I bet you just blew your mind on that one. If you don't consume cholesterol, did you know your body makes it? I did not know that. Yeah, because it's required at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. But you got 40, 50 years of incorrect health education around heart disease, diabetes. Again, mm-hmm. go watch Fatta documentary. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, see, cholesterol gets a bad name.
1: It's free on Amazon Prime, right?
0: Heck yeah, dude. That's how good it's doing. Amazon's like, oh my God, look at these statistics. Let's throw it in for free on Amazon Prime. Boom. There you go. Watch it on the holiday, guys, because here's the thing. Game Changers has the director from Titanic the movie. <laughs> Who do you think paid for that? FYI, he's currently a practicing plant-based vegan. Um, all, half the people in it, like, dude, that was a high-budget film. We barely were able to make this movie, dude. We crowdfunded it on Indiegogo just through fans and loyal listeners of his how podcast it take
1: show. The, how long did it take to get, to get the financing for that?
0: We, f- we crowdfunded it in two months. <laughs> we, he From crowdfunding to finish, he made this movie in less than a year. It's never been done. That's how passionate he is. Like he was not, I mean, and Vinny had to throw his own money into this. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't just, I mean, trying to make a whole documentary move for a quarter million, like an average documentary film was like a half mil. Mm-hmm. We, we, we did all the research. It's crazy. But this here's the best part. This movie was made by the people for the people. Think about that. Mm-hmm. There's no big grain companies paying for this. We, he, got, he got donation offers from beef, beef influencers, everything. He's like, no, I can't do it. I want to make sure that no one can ever come after this movie and say it was influenced by different companies and organizations. This was crowdfunded. And then he paid his own money out of his own pocket to cover the rest of the bill. That's it. How'd
1: you you get linked up with him?
0: Oh God. I know know each other from the podcast world. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the best part. When I heard he was going to make the movie, I'd already supported and helped run some other Kickstarters. So I already had experience in crowdfunding. So I, I sent him an email just with a bunch of tips. I'm like, Hey Vinny, it's been a while. Thanks again for coming on my show. He's, he's got a very successful show, Fitness Confidential. Uh, he, he guest stars on Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla has the Guinness record uh, of podcasting. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so he, he calls it, he gets the Carolla bump whenever he's on, because he's on Adam's show every month. Uh, and then whenever I bring Vinny on, I call it the Vinny bump, because then his listeners find out about me, and they come listen to my show. So <laughs> it's a nice little cross-pollination I like this
1: little, his little uh, opa thing. That was pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's, that's how I literally sent him tips. I said, hey, Vinny, I really want to hope this succeeds. I got your back. Here, here's some, I, I, did, I dug into all the other crowdfunding platforms, did a bunch of research on how to successfully run a campaign specifically to Indiegogo, and I sent him and Serena the tips. And then he reached out to me. He's like, dude, he's like, my marketing person just quit. He's like, your questions have helped us so much. He's like, can I hire you? Do you want to make some money? I need you to run my marketing and the social media because I don't have a clue about this stuff. So mm-hmm. I jumped in. That's how we got, that's how we started doing business. Months, two months. Two months of fundraising, pretty much two three. I mean, we, we, it was open longer, but I mean, we yeah. pretty much, we were, we ripped the lid off for like a good 60 to 90 days. And then as soon as they had enough money, he started hiring the film crew and, and getting everything in motion.
1: So, so my question to you is like, so you're, I mean, because you have skin in the game, that documentary. Is I mean you I mean Alex, I donated to pull, it, yeah. yeah pull your emotions out of that like yeah. but is that is that your diet though right like is yeah. that, that your philosophy on, on how oh, to yeah. eat lifestyle
0: yeah I'm here's the best part I never called it anything I just I was already over the years cutting down sugar cutting down grains testing out becoming that more fat adapted I was already I've been doing cleansing and and fasting since 2010 through what I learned from that Isogenics company which is a network marketing company. So you know, I don't hide anything. Like, dude, that's manufactured shakes and, and there's, there's sugar and there's supplements and everything else. But I never knew what fasting was or you know, detoxing the body and giving it a rest. I actually started learning about it back then mm-hmm. through that using their cleansing program. Then years later, I've learned that, oh, intermittent fasting is actually very healthy for you and learning about the ketogenic lifestyle and everything else. So yeah, I was... <laughs> I, when I heard he was going to make a movie about it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. That's what's why I was like, the, hey, here's longest, some tips.
1: What's the longest that you've uh, fasted for?
0: I've never exceeded 48 hours. I, only because I learned that from my isogenics. Uh, their board of doctors said, listen, and there's people who do longer fast than that. But they said, you really don't need more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do 48-hour I do fasts supported fasts you know with with you know your vitamins and minerals and everything else other than I, i'm not eating fats i'm not eating my meats nothing like it's fasted um i'll do, do 48 hour fasts uh four times a year minimum and minimum once a quarter it's part of my regular lifestyle going on for years so what do you,
1: what do you feel like on the, in the last end of that 48
0: well i've been doing it for so long i'm used to it so yeah but the I mean? first time
1: you did it do you remember oh, you i was felt- like
0: oh dude you dude I was eating bananas and stuff back then. That's a high glycemic fruit, by the way. Don't eat that. Uh, you think that it's very high glycemic. But yeah, I mean, I, you go through sugar withdrawals. I had headaches. Uh, some people nowadays, they call it the keto flu when you start trying out a ketogenic lifestyle. Because like, because you're going, your brain is going through the sugar withdrawals. You don't realize how addicting. There's studies that have shown mice that they already got mice addicted to cocaine. They take the mouse off of cocaine and give it sugar. It wants nothing to do with the cocaine anymore. What? Yeah, dude.
1: What? Yeah,
0: right? Think about the addiction level of sugar. You have, it's, it's hitting different receptors, dude. We have no idea. That's the, that's the hardest thing. If I had to sum up anybody who's going to start doing this research, okay, maybe I want to try like a half day fast. Like- uh, Joe Rogan, myself, other, other big guys have learned all this stuff. Like, dude, I only eat like twice a day, mm-hmm. but today I haven't been hungry. I had a nice mm-hmm. fatty coffee. I'm going to go out to a really nice dinner tonight with some friends. What are you getting? Oh, I'm getting steak. Ah. Oh yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I just had seafood last night. So yeah, and then tonight seafood. I'm going to oh, crack man. I'm going to, I'm going to open up the crock pot. Yeah. Cause tomorrow I'm hosting another one of my, uh, ski tuning, uh, parties, you know, out in the big garage. So I'm going to slow cook. I'm going to uh, make some chili, throw it in the crock pot, you know, Make sure everybody gets to enjoy my meat. <laughs> you know? I love
1: seafood, though. It's like every time you turn around, it's like you got to look out for the, the, the farm-raised cattle. You got to look out for the- You know the,
0: what? Here's the, the deal, dude. All right, let's go back to that old, old common saying of everything in moderation. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. except for sugars and grains. Mm. But okay, I don't eat that much seafood all the time. But it's nice mm. to mix it in once in a while because yeah. if you have too much seafood, you got to be careful with the heavy metal contents, yeah, right? The
1: mer- mercury.
0: Right, so it's like, okay, I'm not hitting it all the time. But there's, the, the source of healthy fats from fish, and this, that's why I left the skin on the salmon in that photo yesterday, that's where all the good healthy fats are, the, all the oils, the healthy oils, those are very good for you. People don't realize that uh, the carcinogenic properties of trying to cook in vegetable oil, you go down a traditional grocery store aisle, what are they still promoting and touting as your cooking oil? It's corn oil and vegetable oil. Mm. Guess what? Remember how a couple of years ago they said all of a sudden they, they're worried about trans fats and fast food? Again, if you study history and you go far enough back, when they first started frying, they were using ghee, AKA animal fats, because animal fats can handle higher cooking temperatures. Mm. Corn oil and vegetable oil, they literally, because I've interviewed the scientists, they said you will literally change its molecular structure from the heat and it becomes a more carcinogenic property. They are not designed to handle high heat. The best things you can cook with, coconut oil, which is a medium chain triglyceride MCTs. Oh, I'm taking MCT supplements. Just go eat some coconut oil. Mm. Um, So anyway, coconut oil, olive oil, ghee, and grass fed butter. Those are the four things that I cook with.
1: I was actually taking like shots of olive oil every day. I've done it. I love
0: it. I I learned, I learned about that from Vinny. I get my olive oil straight from Italy. I use Villa Capelli just like he does. They gave me my own discount code for my fans. You can just use fuel next time. you If you want legit olive oil, dude. Yeah. You're gonna be addicted. I'm just telling you right now, it's so good. Um,
1: <laughs> just I know get you pe-
0: Peppery finish.
1: I know you're getting ready to go to dinner, and uh, um, you're short on time. I'm like, hungry. <laughs> what uh, what is like a a typical day for you if, as far as food? Like, give the listeners something like a, a guideline. You
0: know, I don't always fast every morning. Uh, like a Monday and a Friday, I work from home. My I, I I try and keep my travels Tuesday through Thursday. So Mondays and Fridays, I'll enjoy my breakfast. You know, I'll actually have like eggs and bacon and I'll do, like I said, I'll do like three whole eggs, add in two yolks uh, and then throw like four sticks of bacon. Everything is cooked in butter. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And like that's a standard breakfast or lunch, depending on when I get around to doing it. Cause here's the best part, dude. Once you've cut the sugars and grains out of your life, you don't have all the highs. All of a sudden your energy levels smooth out and fat burns longer because it's actually a preferred fuel of the body. That's why mm-hmm. healthy fats are good for you. So that might be my breakfast or lunch. Um, if I haven't done that, then I do my fatty coffee. Um, I, if I and then I'm good all day because I, I have those fats burning. I, I'll work out. I, I, I'll work out fasted or I'll work out after that, whatever. And then uh, um, then I'll have a nice dinner. And it could be a big slab of steak. Oh, my new hack. Here you go. I'll take. Uh, I'll take. The the one pound packs of ground beef, the, the vacuum pack packs. I'll defrost mm-hmm. it. I just cut the pack open, take the whole block, throw it right in my cast iron skillet, which is already hot. I've got the, the ghee in there, or olive oil, whatever flavor I'm going with that night. And I just sear that sucker, and then I flip the whole one pound block over, <laughs> sear the other side, and I'll eat the whole damn thing.
1: Do you do you do most of the cooking?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. My wife loves salads. FYI, people think what I'm crazy. She? What is she? Is she? Oh, she loves her bread. She loves her salads. <laughs> are you just?
1: In- are you just looking at it the entire time, being like,
0: "I can't." Uh, believe listen, it. it is not my job or my purpose as a husband to tell my wife what to do.
1: <laughs> and you, I, I just is- got
0: married this year. And I'm, I mean, I'm I'm trying to pick up on this stuff as fast as, I mean, as, as possible.
1: you're a veteran at this, man. Like you're. I'm are trying.
0: Like, oh, it- because I waited so long. I've watched everybody else make all the mistakes. So. Well,
1: uh, that is awesome, dude. I don't tell my wife, dude, you're a no, smart man. No. You are a smart man. I wouldn't either. Because uh, I'm learning
0: from guys like you. You've been doing it longer. <laughs> <laughs> you might be younger than me, but you've already been in the trenches longer. Yes,
1: yes I got my battle wounds for sure. Yeah. But, here's, but here's
0: the best part. Joking aside, through her relationship with me, I have noticed her doing more things that I do, right? Mm-hmm. We don't actually have bread in the house. But once in a while she'll go out and buy some wraps. She doesn't she I've never seen her buy a loaf of bread. It's not like she's eating a ton of bread. But when we go out to dinner, she'll have, you know, a, a dinner roll or whatever. I don't tell her. She likes crostinis. She likes I'm not I'm not gonna tell her how to yeah. live. Yeah. Um, but she also a couple times a year goes through her own fasts, does the same protocol that I do. Yeah. I didn't ask her to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's a great reboot, dude.
1: Yeah, Because well, it gives of, all those organs a day off. Yes. It, it reboots your system. I mean, it definitely helps you out. Definitely in the fight of cancer, too. It like resets oh, everything inside. Yeah, Think,
0: Think about it, dude. You go to the gym, two, three days straight. You schedule a rest day, right? Yeah. When does, when does the, all the organs involved in our digestion, when do they get a rest day?
1: <sighs> when we fast.
0: But if you've never fasted, to be fair, do you know when you're fasting? When you're sleeping. Yeah. So, so technically, everybody does fast. What we're looking to do is extend the fasted state.
1: Yeah, I'll just eat early dinner and then I'll just fast and I'll, you know, I'll go to sleep, wake up early, do my routine, my morning okay. routine, my run and all that. And then I will, uh, I'll try to hold out as long as I can, at yep. least till, usually around 11 I start getting really hungry and then right, right on, I'll usually eat my lunch around 12 or something like that. But that's a long time, you know, you, and, you know what I mean? It feels good, but
0: yeah, that's uh, the point. Yeah. It should feel good. It feels great. It feels great. And here's the big, if I take all the stuff that we talked about tonight, the whole master plan here is getting healthy, right? Finding a healthier lifestyle. Something sustainable back to my key word, right? Lifestyle, not diet. It's a way of life. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time, but it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah.
1: Lastly though, but they've been doing studies, you know, cancer. What's what grows? Cancer is the glucose, right? What's glucose is sugar.
0: Yeah. Um, I've, I've talked to people about that too. They're still trying to get even more and more studies to reinforce this. But think about it: you go back 50 years, just 50, five zero. Think about how much sugar we actually had in our lifestyle back then. Look at the level of manufactured foods, preserved foods we have today on the shelves in a grocery store.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When, I, when my dad brought me up, it was eggs and bacon every day. My dad's now type two diabetic. He's overweight. He's on uh, diabetes drugs. He was just in the hospital for some kind of inflammation in his, in his leg a few months ago. Like, I love him. But like, and then sure enough, the other day, I'm like, hey, dad, what are your mom doing at five o'clock in the morning for breakfast? Well, you know, classic excuse, you know, well, you know, we're busy. It's early in the morning. I'm like, okay, what are you eating? He's like, well, cereal. Yeah. You're a type two diabetic, sir. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally it's living serious. the life my dad taught me on the farm. I told him that, my dad, just go back to what you taught me as a kid, and you could get rid of your diabetes. You type two diabetes is reversible and can be cured. Mm -hmm. People don't think so. Can be. It's been done.
1: It's been done, Scott. Dude, this has been fantastic. Um,
0: I could have warned you, man. You're getting me fired up today. (laughs)
1: dude i just wish we had longer you know this is the you you are the first return guest on my show
0: i know thank you man this is fun and i've been been looking forward to hang out with you anyway that's why like tonight i was like oh crap is he coming on my show (laughs) or am i coming on his show that's why like you're like you do we should just we should just dual publish yeah let's dual publish
1: publish. i mean it's been a year since we hung out that's or you know did the show over a year yeah and I, i mean every time we get fired up about things and if you guys haven't heard the podcasts, uh, go back and listen to those. They were phenomenal. Uh, I think you might have been the first show that I went and co-hosted
0: with, or, yeah. or was a guest. Yeah, on we did show. talk about that because you've yeah. never heard the format of mm-hmm. a guest co-host format mm-hmm. instead of an interview. Yep. Yeah. And you were you were episode two thirty one, inspiring your superior self, Baltimore and the blue collar life, and that was aired on November nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. I can't
1: remember the title of mine, but mine was definitely on December 3rd of last year that you came yeah. on.
0: I mean, it's uh, been a while.
1: Yeah. It's, um, which
0: is a, it's a good while, though. That's cool.
1: That is cool. We should do this every year. Every yeah. December, have something.
0: Or more often. I don't care. I mean, dude, Whatever. I yeah. like rocking the mic with you. I mean, shout yeah, to Mary Shores. You know, she got oh, yeah. us connected.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you ever get a hold of um, Devin Thorpe? Did you ever?
0: Uh, You know, There's a lot of guys who get into the roster, and then scheduling conflicts happen, and then sometimes they get rebooked or not. Devin, I don't think I ever recorded. Was that D E V O N or D E V I N?
1: D E V I N.
0: Short, like S H O R T?
1: Thorpe. Thorpe. Oh, Thorpe. T H O R P.
0: Let me look. I guess I have everything stored in my project management system here. Nope he's not. He's never actually booked. So, um, because you should get
1: with him. Yeah, he he was actually. he actually, his show on YouTube, he actually had Bill Gates come on. He's a good dude. Whoa. Yeah. And on, uh, he, actually his, uh, his blog, one of his blog posts was published in the, uh, the Bill Gates documentary.
0: Yeah. He's an author, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Actually, his website is his name, Devin Thorpe. There we go. Yep.
1: He's a good dude, man. He's a great dude. He's all about, uh, you know, helping the world as best as he can. And, and,
0: oh, yeah. Know. Here we go. He's champion of social good.
1: Yeah. There you go. He's he's got a book. I can't
0: I think I got it right here. I he's got a lot book. of books actually. His book on
1: there, his latest one.
0: Yeah. I just Googled him and there was like a lot of books that popped up.
1: <laughs> he's a good dude. You should definitely.
0: Yeah. Your your fun. mark on the world, crowdfunding for social good is another one. Nine twenty five ideas. Adding profit by adding purpose. Oh, he and I definitely need to talk. Because these are just the ones from 2012 to 2016. Yeah. But everything is aligned with from, purpose.
1: Yeah, he just got back from a mission, I think, not too long ago. And, and he, would, he just did an article for, I think it was, uh, I don't know, some, some big news, news uh, publisher.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. definitely, I'll, I'll reach out to him. I mean, unless you want to do the whole interconnection yeah, I mean, I, if you have his contact. Cause I can that, do whatever. Because that's, obviously, that's why I started Fuel Foundations this year, you know, Live the Fuel. And it's all about fueling more purpose into everything we do.
1: Yeah, so. I'll make the intro
0: for sure. I like him.
1: Um, he's probably watching this right now. Devin Thorpe.
0: Shout out to Devin. Shout
1: out to Devin, dude. Yeah. Good dude. Well, Scott, go, go get your steak. Yeah, And, uh, you know, thank you, brother, for the opportunity, for, uh, you know, being able to collab like this. And yeah. it's always a joy. I'll do
0: it anytime, man. Yeah. There's, there's not many. There's, there's an inner circle of podcasters trust. You're, <laughs> you're definitely in it. So, uh, I'm man. happy to give back to your audience, and I'm happy to help you, have you actually give back to my audience. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Actually, and since I am going to dual publish this one to my listeners, uh, make sure you're checking out Your Superior Self. And actually, you know what, here, because we are doing a sh- live stream and it goes on YouTube. There's that dapper man. Yes, YourSuperiorSelf.com, people. As yeah, a well dressed cool. man right there.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh, and by the way, so like last time we talked, right, like you had asked if those were dumbbells. The, oh, yeah. The limb- Antique dumbbells, it's, right? That's actually like a thread thing for like um
0: oh oh yeah tailors and stuff like, like that like spools so, they were yeah, spools yeah. they were wooden spools
1: yeah i did it yeah it was um who told me that i can't remember uh but i was like yeah i, th- I thought they were the same thing i was like why do they have dumbbells in this shoot i'm like you know whatever and then they're like no nah, that's for the, the i didn't
0: look closer until just now <laughs> and now i get it i'm like yeah i could totally see it. they're handmade wooden uh, uh spindles or or spools that you would yeah that's they had yarn on them or something <laughs> Yeah. -hmm. Antiques, man. They're cool like that. Different generation. Yeah. And actually if I could sum up anything about fat, a documentary, it goes back 150 years of history and research because it's important to help people see where we came from and some of the mistakes we made along the way and why we are where we are today. That's one of the biggest points of that movie. He's like, dude, I just want people to remember where we screwed up because if we can catch and learn from our mistakes, we can change the future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My man, thank you for uh, hanging out, dude. Dude,
0: It's been awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad we got a chance to plug this in. I'll be honored to publish this to my uh, audience as well. And uh, because your Superior Self rocks, I still listen. I'm still subscribed. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I I only keep six podcasts booked in my my queue. So, (laughs) oh man, you're the top six.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. So yeah all right i hear the kids screaming um
0: oh I'm, that's I'm, right see i don't like, have that problem <laughs> yeah, i'm like i'm like
1: i'm like just give me a couple more seconds i just hear them fighting back there and i'm like uh, all right brother
0: so, well i mean how do you want to close it out
1: um i just here's the thing right so i ask everybody at the end of the thing uh at the interview you know what's your legacy i think i know what your legacy is but remind us like what do you want your legacy to be
0: honestly the legacy is always changing um I never planned on, on launching fuel foundations, my legit 501 C3 with the IRS nonprofit. I now have my own nonprofit corporation. It's pretty badass. Um, so I don't know where it's going to take me. I already have, you know, two projects giving back to fallen firefighters, obviously the mountain biking, the local park, but who knows where that's going to go. So, I mean, part of that legacy is, and the podcasting has taken me to this point is that I never thought about legacy before. Now I do. Mm-hmm. What is, what is the message? What is the footprint that we're leaving behind on this planet? And that's why like, I give shout-outs to, like I said earlier, the vegans and the vegetarians and everybody else who care about what they're trying to do. It's just do it with some more intelligent. Do, it with, do the research, right? Do, don't fluff things. Do sure. the research. Share stuff, okay? Because the passion's there. I just can't stand misdirection. Let's do things truthfully. Let's do things accurately. And let's make sure it's something that you know you're going to be proud of 5, 10, 50 years down the road. That's sure. legacy. Mm. So. And then, like you like the shout out to Devin here. Make sure we're doing it with purpose.
1: Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. Scott Mulvaney, host of Lib Fuel Podcast. Trey Downs, your superior self, collaborating for 2019. I love it. Closing it, it out, nice. man. Make sure to uh, make sure to subscribe. L- leave us a rating and a review. Uh, check us out on all social media. Scott is tearing it up on social media, by the way. Check out his nonprofit. He's doing great things uh, for all the you know, I don't know what you call them, bike riders. Is that the correct? Mountain term? bikers. Mountain yeah. bikers.
0: I mean, well, dog walkers and hikers use the trails too. So everybody benefits.
1: There you go. I don't have enough time to go out there. The kids are, just, you know, I got to, uh, my daughter will turn 12, month, yeah, 12 months. I hate when people say that. She'll be a year old uh, this month, the 27th. So it's like, you know, she, she, is, she is all over, all over. papa. Place yeah buddy three kids man i'm telling
0: again i live vicariously through my friends that have kids (laughs) they live vicariously through me and my freedoms so i can do all this extra stuff that i'm trying to do
1: if i was going out tonight i would definitely have a couple beers just
0: telling you. see and and i I don't do that anymore Been years really that's grains dude liquid grains what
1: do you what do you do to you know i drink
0: distilled grains Scotches okay. and bourbons. <laughs> so I mean, I'm actually not kidding you. The, the drinking beer is totally inflammatory. That's why you see another increase in obesity. Why do you think a lot of heavy, heavy beer drinkers mm. are look like they're pregnant? Um, <laughs> dude, if you drink it, still, it, alcohol is still a toxin. So, but thanks to the distillation process that is used to create and turn grains into alcohol, it removes all the impurities.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you're
0: basically. Str- drinking a sterile poison if that makes sense because it's <laughs> how the body looks at it anyway <laughs> so yeah so i'm a big scotch and bourbon guy these days
1: so we'll go have scotch for me actually you know have some bourbon
0: yeah there you go change oh. it up a little bit tonight Yeah. all Not
1: right so. brother well i appreciate it have a have a great evening and i want to say thanks
0: you as well sir and again to my little fuel fans make sure you check them out your spirit shelf we're going to shut this recording down happy holidays everyone all right brother later Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can Live the Fuel. So please visit us at LiveTheFuel.com.